Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. I'm Batman. Cars here. I'm not Batman. No. <laughs> You're Jason Todd. <laughs> yes, he's Jason Todd. You take that back. <laughs> Never. <No. laughs> Never. Uh, so yes, this is a special episode, this is not a numbered episode, this is our Detective Comics 1000 special, just like we did last year with Action Comics, like we may do for the final Doomsday Clock issue, maybe? Maybe. With it. Uh, it depends when it comes out, I suppose. It depends when it comes yeah, out. Because I'm expecting, we usually spend an hour on that, I feel like the final issue may end up being at least 90 minutes and therefore should probably just be its own episode. Well, yeah, depends, and this... there might be less speculation than usual. That's true. Well, yeah, but it makes but... up a whole new... John likes to go out with a bang, whether it's Infinite Crisis, Blackest Night, whatever big story he's telling. So. Yeah. Yeah, we have to talk about all the GSA members that came back in the last issue, aren't we? Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a Legion. Exciting. Maybe the Legion. Uh, so, this is uh, Detective Comics 1000. Uh, much like the Action Comics 1000 special, I mean, this is a series of stories in here. We'll go through them one by one. At the end, we'll pick favourites and, and so on and so forth. Uh, but we'll discuss each story individually, how we feel, and at the end we'll have a bit of a conversation in general about about the Bat, about Batman, and just kind of what he what he means to us and the importance of the character. Oh boy! And <laughs> this is a celebration, Matt, not a rant. Celebration. Did, didn't Matt promise someone that he was going to wear a Batman mask? I feel I feel like that was a thing. Okay, so I don't know if I promised it, but I definitely can't find it in the move. <laughs> so. Um... However, I I did watch The Dark Knight a couple nights ago, and uh, well, that's nice. But but I do recall the 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 conditions for me and Connor reading Rick Grayson was that Matt would be wearing a Batman mask for the Detective One Thousand. So I'm just I'm wondering if that voids the deal, and that if me and Connor are owed something. Because we've read two issues, we have read two <laughs> issues of Rick Grayson. Yeah. Uh, this is Tyler's fault. Tyler's supposed to remain them. He was never going to remember. He's, he's or at least he's feigning yeah. ignorance. No. You have to be on top of this. Um, if anybody wants to talk to my family, they'll know I have a shoddy short-term memory. So, um, yeah, I could go fashion one if you want me to. <clears throat> no, that's okay. That's okay. okay. We've got important things to be doing. Uh, because last year was super bad year. This year's the batch year. And yeah. I, I'm going as to... opposed to how as opposed <laughs> to what every other year. Right? Am I right? See, this is the beauty of I get to rub this in Matt's face all year, but it's, it's Batman's year. Although for although for the record, I, I you know, it is Supergirl's sixtieth this year as well, and I feel like no one's talking about that. So I mean that should probably be brought up at some point. Yeah. It's just because when when you're next to eighty, it sounds kinda of shit, doesn't it? Yeah, but when Supergirl gets her 80th, it's going to be next to Batman's 100th, so... Yeah, exactly, she and that's going to sound really shit. She never wins. Well, I know, I know, in a, you know, how, however many years I will be celebrating that, so, you know. At uh, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, Wonder Woman's got 80 in about two years' time. Yeah, it must be close. I think that's 21. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I suppose the the upside is when Batman gets to one twenty, Supergirl will be on a hundredth, and one hundredth is more important than one twenty. It is, it is. So in forty years' time, you <laughs> have your comeuppance. Oh yeah, great. If I'm alive in forty years' time, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm somewhat sure optimistic. About that. <laughs> Good lord. 
Oh, dear. We've all got early deaths written all over our faces. Uh, so, um, excuse me, out of uh, did you guys go to the gym right before you you, you started recording? No, because I did. I also ate five Girl Scout cookies before, but that's neither here nor there. Matt, I hear what you have for breakfast, right, on a regular basis. I I know, I know that's what you're on the weekends. That's different. <laughs> I had a banana for breakfast. <laughs> all right, hey. I had three chicken burgers for dinner today. Just because, so, and then for one, lunch, one's I, not I, enough. I had a salad. All right, yeah. That's, what's the point? That's not going to fill you up. No, I know because I, I realize I need to I need to get back on on that train if I want to fit into a bat costume. Right? <laughs> I mean a Superman costume. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. He was saying just before we started that, that he's given up, you know, he doesn't want to drink a Mountain Dew, but they're, they're releasing a Game of Thrones themed can of Mountain Dew uh, soon, and he's tempted. And he's a sucker. Yes. It's got Arya's list on it, and it appears when it's cold. Oh, that's cool as shit. Yeah, see? Connor gets it. <laughs> that's what they did with the, um, with one of the, they did a bunch of Game of Thrones whiskeys. Oh, here mm-hmm. we go. Uh, one of them was, was uh, based, you know, it's called White Walker um, by Johnny yeah. Walker. And uh, you put, if you put the bottle in the freezer, because um, mm-hmm. you're supposed to drink it cold this way, if you put the bottle in the freezer, it comes up on the side saying the winter is here. See, that's cool. cool. It is cool. Well, that's before they got to in the bloody show, that's for sure. Um, well, in a couple of weeks. Well, so winter's just coming in a couple of weeks. I mean, technically <laughs> it was kind of here at the end of the last season, but sure. Yeah, yeah when was this drink out? few months ago between seasons was my point okay all right that's something that was followed back no all right imagine the damage you would have done to your uh keyboard if that spilled on it <laughs> it did kind of it any worse yes uh, ch- check out the next television from the multiverse for the full story in uh, connor's keyboard being ruined uh so We'll start with Detective Comics 1000, and we'll end with Detective Comics 1000. It's the only <laughs> book. Uh, you know what I meant? Look, it's it's an extra... We don't usually record on this day. It's a Thursday. It's weird. It's it's, it's not normal. Right? It's, it's a weird, weird occasion. Yeah, there's no hockey on tonight, so, like, I don't, I'm not Jones and to be like, we gotta get done. We gotta watch fuck. So, <laughs> like, y'all, you're all gonna have to rush this, because I know it's, y'all look tired. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in no rush. I, I, we can, we can. Hey, I got, I got work early in the morning. Thank you very much. Yeah. If, that, if we want to spend, you know, a good thirty minutes on each story, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. So, so. <laughs> I'm, I might pass out sat here. It wouldn't be the first time. But you do, you do whatever. Yes. Um, I think this episode would be more benefit. I, I think this episode would benefit greatly from Connor passing out halfway through. I, I feel like people would love that. I, I feel like there will be a strong amount of comedy value in that happening. Yes. So, yes, we start with Batman's Longest Case, written by Scott Snyder and art by Greg Capullo. It is also worth mentioning that the credits are not always at the start of these stories, and there'll nope. be somewhere I will have to go ahead and check <laughs> later mm-hmm. in the issue, or later in the story to find them. So just bear with me, folks. Uh, so, yeah, this, this is uh, a detective case. Um, was it just me or was Capilla's art different here than normal? Yeah, it, it wasn't what, what it has been, but it was still enough that it depends. You can tell it's Capullo. It was a slightly different style. I know Capullo's talked about this before, how mm-hmm. he always tries to change his style because he doesn't want to just do one thing. Uh, the 
second page, that double page spread, that mm-hmm. felt uh, really um, in keeping with his Batman mm-hmm. run. Um, but the rest of it was slightly different, uh, a little bit brighter, a little bit cleaner. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe it's the inks, but it's the same inker. It's clapping in. Uh, yeah, even, uh, yeah, even the lines just feel a bit different though, because yeah. there's a little thing that was annoying me actually in the art. There's just there's a little thing. His left ear, for some reason, feels just in a bit compared to the right one. His left or left as you look at it? Uh, left as you look at it, sorry, yes. Left from our perspective. That first splash page where the title is, it's like kind of in a bit, whereas the other one's like, you know, the side of the ear is going down the side of the head, right? It's like a perfect line. Whereas the, I just saw it from how I, he's standing. I think yeah, I think it's just the way he's... Tilted. Yeah, but it scandal. happens again a couple of pages later, uh, where he's leaning, where he's like crouched. Is, it, is this Connor in the cross, Pete? Maybe, maybe it uh, is, but it, like I noticed it like multiple times, and it was. Bugging again, me. No, I see the page, you know, the panel you're looking yeah. at. It's it's the panel after the after the, the two page spread. Yes. That first panel again. It's the way his head's tilted, so it's like slightly onwards. So you're looking onwards towards the ear on this side, which is why it looks straight. Whereas the other side, it's kind of hidden slightly round behind the head, essentially. Rather than looking straight onto it, I think if the ears were taller, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. Yeah, you you really hate short ears, don't you? I do. Mm-hmm. I hate the short ears. What can I say? What can I say? Uh, and the shadow has his face weird in that that panel as well. Actually, it's, I feel like there's like this weird lack of definition. So his face looks like it cuts off really weirdly. But you know, whatever. Uh, so the story here is that he's he's looking, he's been tracking things all around the globe. All these, this case that he's been working through his whole career, uh, you know, going around all these different wacky clues. Very Indiana Jones, I'm sure Matt was. Uh, yeah, uh, but it got Snyder as all hell. It did with the with the explanation of the different glasses, and I was like, if this was in a in a prose book, I'd be all down because that's the type of stuff I like to read. But in a comic. I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I thought that two-page layout was a shorty read. <laughs> yeah, it, really? well, I, that's what I was getting yeah. to. Oh man, I, I did not get that at all. It felt, um, it felt like it took that 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 two-page uh, layout felt like it took almost half the the reading time of the whole story. Like it felt like it went on for a while. I think that was that was the point. It was a journey. It was all the stuff mm-hmm. going on. It wasn't a quick thing. This was well, over to me, it a significant amount of yeah. time. It was just the way that Snyder goes about it, is that he does, you know, a textbook dump. Yeah, it feels like a clump. It doesn't feel like um, I'm... A journey feels like I'm traveling from place to place. That's just felt like, here's everything on a page. I don't know, just... I don't know, the way it flowed panel to panel, location to sequence, uh, worked for me. What I really loved is the the color change. Like, it starts red and ends Mm. up green. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just thought it was too wordy. Um, too much of a dump, uh, but so he's finally tracked it down to what he thinks is the last place that the, the answer to this this case the whole time. He's theorizing who is it, who's who's behind this. You know, it couldn't be the Riddler, it couldn't be Matt Harry, it couldn't be Joker, it couldn't be this. And then he gets into this secret room, and it's a bunch of other superheroes, including you know Jean, the Hawks, Detective Chimp, and it's like and the question is like yeah, basically we're, we're a guild of Ralph Dibney, quite right. Quite right. Yeah. So is that is that meant to be Sue? Next I to assume him? so. Yeah, I'd have thought yeah. so. Yeah. Which that makes me very excited. Um. Because she can die again. DC don't don't get any ideas, please. <laughs> She's praying for the killing, Matt. She's praying <laughs> for the killing. <laughs> um. 
Well, so let me just say this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> World's greatest detective. Yeah. Took him his entire career. Yes. To do something that apparently all these characters have already done. Uh, now, I'm going to rationalize and play devil's advocate here and say it's because he's so wrapped up with Gotham that this takes, you know, this is his background. To it. It's never like, his yeah, focus. Yeah. Yeah, this is his hobby, if you will. Um, mm. But still, the irony was not lost on me on yeah. that. No. I'm into it as a concept, though. I hope this. Com- huh? I'm sure it will come up again at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's been introduced for a reason. Yeah, and I liked how when when they introduce the different sections, and like there's a there's a celestial wing, and then there's a spiral staircase down to the supernatural stuff. Yeah, you know, like this is prime for an anthology series. You know, it is, isn't it? Yeah, just following like a different detective each issue. Mm-hmm. Who are those or, in the or- back? You know, uh, at the bookshelf. I, I couldn't make out yeah. who it was meant to be. Uh-huh. Um, um, on, the, on, on the page with all of them there. It's hard to tell. I can't. I can't really. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just it's just people that are that are in there. And the secret yeah. detective guild, where only these yeah. few people have ever solved all these cases. Yeah. yeah, they're probably some pretty good detectives then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I like that the question is now back. As we, we've gotten a, yeah. to see him a bunch lately, whether it's in the nightmares or um, in other books that I, I don't want to spoil um, that I read from this week. But yeah, there's, there's an appearance. Yeah, yeah, How right. many books have you read so far, Matt? <sighs> Three or four. This one took up a good lion's chunk. I would have been almost yeah. done if not for this one. I've, the only other book I've read for this week is Heroes in Crisis, but you'll hear yeah. me talk about that in the regular episode of the weekend. You're ahead of me. I've, mm. I've read just this. Yeah. So, uh, I had to read Tears in Crisis. I'd, I'd heard. Yeah. There was too many big things. First thing happening. I read. Yeah. That, uh, First thing I read. So, I had, I had but, to know. But yeah, and, and I like how this ends. It says this is only the beginning, and that that's again that's such a Snyder thing because it during his Batman run there were these little teases that you would get to stuff that might happen later. Yeah. So I I enjoy that part. Yeah, I don't I don't know if this is going to come up again in the uh, the the book he's doing with Capullo, or if this yeah. is going to be uh, for other people to pick up on later. Yeah, considering that the other one is so far outside of continuity. Um, yeah. Last night on Earth or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, I I'm it. thinking like with with Chimp in there and uh, you know Tynan being a. You know, yeah. his pupil uh, and the, the, well, the magic. And, and the reintroduction of Slam Bradley, too, which that, that's pretty yeah. cool because that, that's a character that goes all the way back to Detective Comics, like before Batman. Yeah. Like he, he was there. He was there in, I think, action as well. So, like, that's I like how that tied this back to that. I can see it being picked up in Justice League at some point as well with, uh, mm-hmm. with Jean and the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it could never be brought up again, and I wouldn't be that upset about it. Oh no! I'm, What's wrong with I you? Want my anthology. I want my anthology series. I don't know. I just I feel like you know between this is not just Snyder. Even though Snyder did Court Orwells, which is the one I'm thinking of here, um, I feel like you know there's only so many times we can do this secret things existed forever, and we just didn't know about it until now. Well, that's what makes. I, I said, well, I'll see. I've said the same, but about secret organizations in DC, mm-hmm. like just since the new 52, there's too many. And it seems like, it seems like Bendis in, in his action arc, that that's his purpose. We're going to cut these down. 
Mm. So I don't know. Maybe they'll have something similar. All these different secret societies go to war. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this feels a lot more low key than some of the others. It's just a uh, mm-hmm. hey, let's uh, let's just hang out and solve some crimes. Yeah, yeah, like just dig well, into mysteries. The not, yeah. yeah, not just crimes. Yeah, but yeah mysteries. mysteries. Uh, yeah. It, it feels a lot less structured than say the Court of Owls. Yeah, sure, I, sure. I'm just happy to see Ralph and Sue. Like that's I turned that page and I, I was like, who's the old guy? Oh shit, that's the elongated man. Oh shit, that's his wife. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a bit too Snyder. What can I say? <laughs> of course. I was I was I wasn't in love with it. <laughs> of course not. Set me off with the wrong, the wrong phone. Um, so the next story. Mm-hmm. Is this is Kevin Smith. This is a Kevin Smith and, one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. Kevin yeah, Jim Smith, Lee Jim Lee, called yeah. Manufacture for Use. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, we we get all these panels of Batman fighting various villains and yeah, yeah, yeah. But Matches Malone is yep. trying to purchase the gun that killed the Waynes. He ultimately yeah. gets this, uh, and at the end of the story, he melts down the gun and makes a new bat logo out of it for his chest. The idea that it'll be well, used well, not, and put to use. Yeah, not just the the logo; it's the plate that goes underneath. You know. That's... Yeah, yeah it protects them. The idea that yeah. one shattered his whole life is now protecting him uh, yeah. in the same location that his parents yeah. were shot. Um, it it got a little dusty as I read this one. Yeah, this, this one's sweet. Yeah, and then I got to the end. I was like, oh, Kevin Smith's gotten way better at writing comics <laughs> since the last time I read a Kevin Smith comic. Every... Not that there's anything wrong with his comics; they were just very Kevin Smith. And so when I got to the end of this, and I was like, "Who wrote?" Oh, wow! By, okay. By Kevin Smith, you mean? Imagine Snyder's dialogue times a hundred. Yeah, like oh, and snappy, and it, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's not narration; it's just no. dialogue and dialogue yeah. and dialogue. It's got a flow to it usually. If you like yeah. Kevin Smith, it feels mm-hmm. like a Kevin Smith thing. Right. Um, this felt like a a hundred percent true Batman story. Um. And like I had, I had read parts of the Widening Gyre and uh, what was the one that yeah Cacophony and those are fine like they're not bad Batman I, stories. I've actually read not, those. Um... Yeah, they don't they don't stand out in my memory, you know. Mm. But this one this one will sit with me for a while. Yeah, I just I loved yeah I loved how it cuts back and forth between before you know what's going on you just see matches going to this it's called the Gotham Gift Shop. And basically, when when the villains discard their their zany weapons or just straight up weapons, there's a, a, a collecting market for them because of course there is, right? Um, and so Masters goes down there, and as as the guy is giving him the tour, we're seeing the different alter like altercations Batman's had with you know Mister Freeze and the Joker and Clayface, and um, I like how on a on a reread you see him being hit. By all of those villains in the, mm-hmm. the same location, right? It's, right. it's not like protect them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the one part that really drove it home for me was when when Alfred is like Master Bruce, you know, I said yes to that dinosaur. I even hurt my back. Yeah, helping you. Helping you put it in here. I didn't say anything to the gigantic penny, you know. But this yeah. keeping this, it's not a good idea for you. Um, and and especially not that I want to get into that, but especially with some of the the comments by a certain director, this this last week. Oh, Pete, I love saving that for later. Don't yeah, we're talking about that later. Don't you worry. Yeah. So, 
but the fact like that came in and like just the spirit like even alfred's like you know that's not a good idea to keep this around even for you that's maybe hinging on the unhealthy yes yes. yeah Yeah. and and just the fact is like no i know alfred i'm i'm doing something else with it and then when you find out what it is and then it's it's going to be over his heart basically and always with him i was like oh man god damn it kevin smith make me get all weepy for batman oh it was good it's yeah. also possibly um, my favorite Jim Lee art in years. Yeah, because it's very understated for Lee. Because Lee has this tendency to overdo things. Like it, it tends to look okay. Like it's, it never looks bad. It's shockingly clean. Yeah. It was tight on time. It didn't have time to do all the extra lines and squiggles. Yeah, there was very little well, cross hatching. Had to go through it. <laughs> he should just make that his method for now on. Yeah, this looks good. We just need yeah. them on a deadline I, that you can't push back. I don't, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I haven't enjoyed his art like this since I think Hush. So I, re- I really yeah, enjoy Hush. Yeah, that's fair. yeah, yeah. You know, um, and that, that was his, his reintroduction to DC. So no, it might you, have been his full introduction. Yeah, so. honestly, like, I, I, I like this one quite a bit. I think the only critique I have about it is not really a critique of this one specifically. It's more yeah. just because I feel like in Detective 1000, there's like a- almost too many stories that find a reason to have all the like all the big villains appear at least once. Yeah. And by the time I got later in the book, I was like, okay, right, I get it. A lot of you want to draw every major villain like yeah. in your little story, but calm down. <laughs> but yeah. it's yeah. not. It's well, some fault of them I feel aren't justified. This yeah. one, it definitely is. It's part of the story. Yeah. And that's why. I am. Um, I also I liked how uh, he worked in uh, Onomatopoeia. You know, his, yeah. his own villain from uh, from of his Green Arrow did. run into there. Yeah. Just a little puzzle. Oh, that's a nice little touch. No one else is going to do that one. Yeah. I, I yeah. never read that, so I, I didn't get that. Yeah, well, he's he's just this villain that he he speaks his actions on a monopia style. Yes, and it makes her. It's and it, it usually whatever artist is working with him draws it out too. So if like Onomatopoeia says bang, the sound effect will say it comes bang. as like an explosion. Yeah, yeah, it, it's super cool. Like it, it he's a fun villain that doesn't get used enough. Um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, no, the second story is pretty good. Uh, the third story is called The Legend of Newt Brody. It's Paul Denny writing with Dustin Wynn on yeah. on the art. Uh, this is a story about a a terrible henchman. All the villains are oh. complaining. There's like a, it's like a TV documentary special that they're doing, uh-huh. and they're interviewing all the villains, and they're talking about this this Newt Brody guy. He's like, oh, this is terrible. I mean, here's some stories about how he he blew up like uh, all the chemicals in ivy's place or he like you know g- g- let the cop he fell asleep and let the cops in when mad heart was robbing the bank or <laughs> the oh. world's worst henchman <laughs> yes yeah. um i love that condiment king gets an appearance here because mm-hmm. they they <laughs> yeah, say yeah. like you know some of these guys that, uh, some of these henchmen that come in are like these young buds trying to make a name for themselves other ones are lifelong losers <laughs> and then it shows them with condiment king as salt and pepper and i thought i was like oh that this is Danny through and through. Yeah. No one to have a good time. Yeah, we're, we're also, nobody, no one writes Harley like Danny. Like, I, I know the Harley solo book, you know, has its fans and, and whatnot, but he, he writes the best Harley to me. Yeah, where's, where's the uh, the Cold Snap then, though? For, for doing, you know, losers yeah. for the whole life. I mean, Cold Snap's got to be... Unless he's implying that Cold Snap does become special later in life, in which case I'm waiting for that. Danny, I'm waiting for that epic arc. Yeah. It's coming. Um, <laughs> possibly my favorite moment was the moment with the Riddler, where he goes, you know, it's this, it's this um, secret code, Batman, and you have to figure it out. 
and he already does because the henchman gives it right to him. And he's yeah. like, you memorize it? He's like, well, no, you gave it to me on a piece of paper, and I left it in my pocket. <laughs> um, because Batman's scary. That's why he gave it to him. Like, uh, <laughs> It's real good. And yeah. then, and then, what do we find out about Newt Brody? Yeah, well, the big twist is the, and you, you kind of see this coming once it gets to a point yeah. where it's like, okay, this is this is ridiculous. Uh, basically, it's kind of like Matches Malone, except that it's shared by all the Bat family. So mm-hmm. there's been times when Babs has been this guy, it's been times when it's mm-hmm. Dick, there's been times when it's been Batman. Because it's worth mentioning every story, it's a different one of them who's like doing the final arrest, the final like saving the day yeah. moment. Um, yeah. And then the joke at the end is that Damien wants to... Because because of this documentary, like, okay, we have to retire this character. We can't do him anymore. And then Damien's like, no, no, I want to do it. I want a, I want a turn. It's like, I can, I can be Newt Brody Jr. Uh, so, you know, yeah. And Barb's all, uh, all like... Oh, he's definitely your kid, Bruce, is basically her final, <laughs> final thing. Um, also, just looking through the Kite Man scene, mm-hmm. where Kite Man's all wrapped up in a tree... And and Brody has a saw, trying to saw him down. Yeah, like it's just um, Nguyen's art. I'm usually a fan of this. Seemed like it was a little bit messier than normal. It, felt, it wasn't as tight on the inks. It yeah. felt like um, he was even doing a different style to fit Denny's writing. I think because yeah. it, it felt more cartoony for Nguyen than I'm used He's to. He's done work mm-hmm. with Denny before, though, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All that whole detective run. Yeah, I think oh, so. quite right. Yeah. Because I, so. I, I didn't think this looked like Win though. Because I, I, you know, I, I went back and checked who the artist was after a few pages. Yeah. And I was, like, was, was this definitely Win? And it was Win. Uh, Win yeah. did the the little Gotham stuff, right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This, this is more this feels in tone much with that. more like little Gotham. Yeah. Um, that's why I said it was kind of messier, but cartoony is definitely more. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't as tight as usual. Yeah, because Nguyen can get super moody, and it looks just fantastic. Like. Yeah. His his super sun covers are some of my favorites, you know, yeah. and that that's really bright and whatnot. So, but yeah, that was that was a really fun story. I laughed quite a few times throughout yeah, that yeah. one. That was your your lighthearted comic relief story, and that's mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine. Um, next story is called "The Batman's Design" by Warren Ellis writing and Becky Clunan on the art. Uh, I, I want to say the art here it might be the standout art for me so far in the the, the book. Uh, it's great. Um. I think you need to give a shout out to Jordi Belair's colors. Sure, yeah. Belair. The, the way it transitions yeah, the to really... greens and then the, and the blues uh, and then the, the oranges. Yeah, Jordi Belair having time to color books still, even though she's writing the hit comic book series, Buff of the Vampire Slayer. Keep it moving. <laughs> I'm not indulging that one. <laughs> hey, Matt, it's Street Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. There was a diplomatic community in it this past week. <laughs> That's what I'm choosing to indulge now. Yeah. So. Have you, Tom Taylor? What did you say? What did you just say there? Tom Taylor. All right. Um. As we record this, I hope he has survived the haunted cabin. Yes. That's. I'm just saying that. Like, mm. Oof. Uh, so this story, he's chased uh, this gang of thugs of criminal masterminds who have been trying to rob a place into this warehouse. But however, the, the trick is is that he's already booby-trapped this warehouse. So this is the idea that he's, he's made. Because he, he's basically, it's almost like he's calling it chess moves as he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's hunting them down. And it's setting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's setting off these little traps uh, mm-hmm. in the various crates and stuff in this warehouse. Uh, and yeah, but the art scores, well, the, the yeah, art's the one that sells us. The art sells us yeah. beautifully. And they're, and they're essentially um, like mecha mercenaries because they have like these 
exoskeletons that mm. enhance their strength, and they're all jacked up on like, um, like I guess super soldier serum for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so so he has to be crafty. This is not a fist fight scenario yeah. for for bats. Yeah, a lot, of, I, a lot of deep blacks and the inks. The coloring changes quite a bit because all sort of blue, but then when the fire starts, everything goes nice and orange, and it just it yeah. looks beautiful. I, like, from the cape. Nicole. Oh yeah, Kate was her. I'm, I'm so mixing this one because I love the art. The art's fantastic. I kind of hate the writing. I yeah. really like Warren, Warren Ellis though. I don't, but even even aside from that, uh, before I even knew it was is Warren Ellis because uh, there was stuff I didn't like. You know, you know, him sounding happy that he doesn't have to be gentle about it. Like he's he's mm. he's he's relishing in it, and you know the the calling out the chess move things. I'm like, what's what's, what's yeah. this? I. <sighs> Hold on, let me go back. Is he actually calling them out, or is it, is it narration? No, he's no, actually no, calling, he's calling them, out. them out. Yeah, Presum- I'm assuming he's activating them, like with his mm-hmm. voice. But I, I assumed he was, uh, he was telling Alfred, so he Alfred was pressing buttons. Uh, could be here. So it didn't read weird to me. I thought he was telling someone they pressed buttons. <laughs> right. Uh, it just it just felt clunky. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, no, I, art yeah. was the strong point. I I feel on this one. Yeah, and I like Ellis. Like Ellis is fine. I don't think I've read anything by him that I have disliked, but it's just kind of there, like you know, story-wise. No, no, it's voice commands. I, I was right. There, there's a panel before he goes in uh, <laughs> with Batman saying, "You know, Alfred, enable the stage," and it's voice commands. Well, so he's not saying. It to, I mean, it is voice-activated stuff. That's why he's doing it. It just felt weird. Yeah. Okay. I quite like this one. But I mean, it was the art that was really doing it for me. But yeah, yeah I really like the art. <laughs> but I was, I was quite into it. Next one is Return to Crime Alley. This is by Denny O'Neill with the writing and Steve Epton on the art. Uh, oh, they hit me with some big artists now. Yeah, I know. And, and of course, well, uh, Elizabeth Brightlies are on art. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. This yeah. felt like a criminal comic, like like Brubaker and Phillips. It, it was weird seeing this not written by Brubaker. Yeah, or, or someone like that, right? Yeah. You know, my this, but this it, is Denny O'Neill. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, and that makes sense. Denny O'Neill is like this, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, no, but generationally, right? But but that's what I'm saying. He writes a type of of Batman. I feel like that gave way to Brubaker style, you yes. know. So yeah, it, so so it, it goes hand in hand. Like it's it's, it's just a a weird pairing because it was something you never would have seen, even though no. the styles complement each other yeah 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 so uh this story we've got uh leslie Tompkins and batman's talking to her and but we also get these teases of these thugs that are kind of you know going around with guns and eventually they come up to them and leslie's basically talking to, talking to batman she's doing kind of the classic oh you you know you go too far you kind of relish this kind of thing uh and he ends up beating the living shit out of these thugs when they come up to threaten them because they're like oh is that the real batman oh let's find out kind of thing yeah, and it's not a good night because it's it's the anniversary. They're going to Crime mm. Alley, and yeah. he's working through some stuff. You know, that, uh, you know how I always say, you know, uh, we all kind of say is that we're sick of seeing the, the that moment again with the pearls. Mm-hmm. Yes, but oh, that done done here with the the Batman looking down on it. Yep, one hell of a panel. That that entire page from where where the Batman on the upper corner, the Leslie on the other upper corner. Yeah. And then that image, it just—that's a hell of a, yeah, hell of a Wayne's death, if you it will. It is. 
Uh, so yeah, so so you know, Batman beats them up, and it ends with uh, with you know, Leslie's you know screaming Bruce no, and she's saying poor thing, and he's like, hey, do you feel sorry for him? And she's like, no, I f- for you. She feels sorry for Batman. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's kind of one of these like st- stories looking at Batman's kind of psyche and how how like Leslie and I'd say Alfred as well look you know see him as someone yeah. who's ill and <laughs> someone who needs help. Right, he's hurt. He's still yeah. that boy in Crime Alley. Yeah. So no, yeah. I mean it's uh, uh... But the, the uh, like the, when the fight starts and the colors pop and he's mm-hmm. Batman's just backslapping the dude. Yeah, yeah after, you know, you dare pull a gun on me. That's, that's yeah. essentially Epting F- doing the Robin meme. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm into it. Yeah. Ah, again, art's fantastic, and the the, uh, the the main, you know, uh, criminal. He's got this like skull mask on that looks really good as yeah. well. Yeah. It uh, does. No, it's just art's fantastic. Really simple story, uh, but it works. So there you go. Uh, the next story is, I believe, the Christopher Priest one. Yep, uh, Heretic, uh, with Neil Adams, yeah. unfortunately, on art. Uh, yeah, I don't think that it was as bad as some of his other stuff has been recently. Mm. What's that? I, I don't think it was quite as bad as some of his other stuff has been recently. I I think it, I think it's all amongst the same, and I I feel terrible for saying this, but like I think the art looks bad. Well, that here. looks bad. I, yeah, I don't, looks, I don't think it Adams, looks good. Neil Adams is a legend, and for what he's given us, I mean, that Superman versus Muhammad Ali cover is, like, an, a work of art, right? Yeah. And, like, all the stuff that he worked on through the, the Silver Age and into the contemporary, like, the late or the early 80s and whatnot. This just, oof. Yeah, uh, like I said, I don't think it's good. I think it's just less bad than some of the stuff I've seen him do in the last couple of years. Yeah. Where... I... Those stand out to me as being worse. I also honestly think the story's quite bad here. Um, I think it's a really, I, f- I think, I think it's stretching the realms of like, like logic and believability and, and everything, every possible sense. And I also think it doesn't flow very well. There's, there's some odd like, like jolting cuts in this one. Um, because like, the whole two-page spread, like the second page of it, like you know, so Bruce is at the crime scene with with uh, with Gordon as Bruce because. You know, there was a you know Bruce Wayne card on the on the victim, right? And there was this weird cut to like Batman's with Gordon, and then the next page after this, uh, it you know Bruce says, "Oh, thanks, Dick, for you know, t- you know, being Batman whilst I was you know." And I'm like, "But there was no, there wasn't even a single panel with Bruce and Batman. I didn't even realize we were both there at the same time. Yeah. I, I assumed that was still Bruce because it it, it felt like he you know left yeah. and came back as Batman." Yeah, it was it was definitely the like an example of why I stopped reading Deathstroke. Because a lot of this type of stuff happened, yeah, you know, and this is just on in in a condensed way. That said, it's a lot I worse do... here than it ever was in Deathstroke because Deathstroke obviously yeah. had you know twenty pages to do this with. And no, well, I that's what I mean. Was, I know if I had that between panels, it always had the no the cut. Whereas you know, no, this it was has... just between issues. You know, yeah, like, th- th- this well, literally yeah. has a jarring cut in the middle of a two-page layout. That made me go, "Wait, what was happening?" Okay, um, <laughs> didn't flow very. But well. I do like the the spirit of the story here and about how how batman inspires like people and and bruce for a let to a lesser extent as well i just feel like they just fumbled at every every turn yeah it was just the idea that you know like he, he stole his wallet a long time ago and this gave him a thirst mm-hmm. for capitalism 
I don't know. I just well, but then that thirst for capitalism turned around and made him do good because he was yeah. helping people. You know, he got he got out of that crime life that he otherwise would have been stuck in if it weren't for Bruce Wayne on his you know find himself journey. Um, and so, and I like that, and I like how it plays in with the the League of Assassins and how Roz preys on those type of people. You know, because. What's really the difference between Roz and, and Bruce? You know, it's just the intent and how they use people. Mm. So, yeah. so I like that that even Bruce Wayne being there and this kid coming to America and kind of being inspired that oh I can do good too. I, I like that message. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I just thought it. was I was messy and stilted. I thought the art was really bad. I just yeah, it's, it's clunky. I agree with my uh, the sentiments there. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a clunky portrayal of it. Yeah, wasn't enjoyable to read. I guess is what I'm, I'm ultimately saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Next story is uh, I know by Bendis with art by Alex Maleve, and I assume Connor just skipped this one. Pretty much, I got to the first panel, went that's Maleve, and just went, oh, "All right, I'll jump ahead eight pages." Damn it! I was I was hoping he was just going to get caught up in the in yeah. the art and then turn the page and then go. Damn it, Bendis! I just flicked you know? through it and looked at the good Maleev images, Dude. and and then because you know I like Maleev, so I was like, I'm yeah. sure it, I know he does a great Batman. So I thought I'll have a quick flick at the at the art, mm-hmm. and, and then that'll be it. So this is about this is Penguin and Batman, like or Bruce Wayne, right? So Penguin and Bruce Wayne, and they're old age, very old, right? You know, Bruce yep. Wayne's in a wheelchair, Penguin coming up. He's basically just to say to Bruce, "Hey, I knew you were Batman." Like mm-hmm. I figured it out a long time ago. I knew. And he's like, yeah. He's like, Joker would call these meetings, and we get you know, um, leave drawing all the villains and uh, all of which I like, except maybe his Riddler, who's got these abs for some reason. I don't know why his Riddler has abs, but <laughs> everything else I like a lot. Where's his Riddler? His Riddler. So I said, uh, the panel of Joker's back to the the camera. Yeah. Oh yeah, I. <laughs> I forgot he had the the question mark carved on his chest. Yeah, oh, he kept looking over him. <laughs> it was that time of riddle. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's got he's got he's got abs, which I'm just not. No, uh, so yeah, and he's basically the he basically just deduced like who's the one person rich enough for sort of thing, and he started following Bruce and keeping an eye on things. And um, there's actually a couple of pals in this where he almost outright looks like died of veto. Like, this is clearly inspired I, I, by. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, Maliv is is a is a Batman Returns fan. Because um, there are there are penguin bombers in there. That that splash page is Batman Returns. Like, except for the suit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just the look of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, the Catwoman with... outfit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you know, Penguin came with an army to Wayne Manor. He was going to kill Bruce Wayne and end it right then, but he decided not to. And he reveals that the reason why they say not to is that if there was no Bruce Wayne, if there was no humanity, then that would be Batman without the other half of himself. That would be a Batman who's just Batman and unleashed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I agree with the sentiment. This is, this is but this is obviously the yeah. thing where this is Penguin's interpretation of Batman as right. opposed to like anyone else's interpretation of Batman. So, uh, but he thinks Batman would be more dangerous and might actually start killing them all if there was no like Bruce Wayne to like, actually like right. tie him to humanity. Uh, and then it kind of ends with a joke where, you know, Penguin thinks he can't even talk and Bruce Wayne zaps him with the wheelchair. 
uh, and then he leans in and goes, I knew you knew. <laughs> the same way I knew what sort of coward you are, yeah. <laughs> um, and he gets, he gets carried away and Bruce just sort of sits there at his old age going, good visit. <laughs> just, there you go. So, also I felt like this Bruce kind of looked like the Bruce from Batman Beyond. Yeah. Just the way that he's dressed and whatnot. Um, and then I like that Bendis gave um, the verbal ticks to, to Penguin. Mm. He had the weapon. And, and it starts as he gets more animated. They start coming more and more. You know, as he starts getting to the crux of the story, they're interjecting. Um, but yeah, I really like this story. That's like, nice. it, it, when, when he shocked him with the wheelchair, I let out a good laugh. How, how like, much heat did you hate all the, 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 the returns referencing? I'll be honest, outside of it looking like Daddy DeVito, I never really noticed the rest of it. Um, because I just don't think I literally skimmed it and looked at the art and caught like four things. I, just, I, I don't notice accepted. it because I, I don't want to think about Returns because this looks better than Returns because it's good art. <laughs> it just does. Um, it's not Tim Burton. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you know, the, 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 Batman's got a bit of a sense of humor. He's always one step ahead. And I, you know, I, I dig that and the art's gorgeous and it's very good. Uh, one of the best so far. So shame Connor has no taste. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next one uh, is called "The Last Crime in Gotham." This is uh, Jeff Johns with Kelly Jones on the art. So we have, you know, art that isn't to everyone's taste. I I, I don't like this art at all. After him, uh, I mean, Kelly Jones can be hit and miss with me. This is definitely more of a mm-hmm. miss for me. Uh, it's a big miss. Wasn't feeling the faces in this at all. They were and, and before I read the story, I looked, I was like, what did they do to Damien? <laughs> like, because I had no context. And then when I, re- I was like, oh, well, he's meant to be older. Okay. Yeah, they've got a daughter now. That's fine. Yeah, Bruce and Selena yeah. are old. And it's a whole thing. Um, Full on Ace. That's got to be Ace, like, number four. I know. Right? Like... <laughs> So they've got a, they've got a crime. They've got all these uh, twelve dead bodies, and they're theorizing this is, is it the holiday killer, right? I'm like, oh, is they still you know, so, call back to that's how Halloween. I went to knowing this was John's. I yeah. was like, oh snap, he's doing birthday boy. Oh from, right, from okay. Earth Point. I, I see. Right, I see it. And then I was then I was disappointed because I thought I'd figured out. Yeah, I was close. Because they really like Calendar Man, they really again they're like, oh wait, it can't be the Holiday Killer because uh, Falcone's you know been dead, as is Harvey Dent and and Gilda. like all, all these people are d- dead. Um, and then it's like it turns out to be the son of the Joker, and it's like Joker number two, like leaves him a note, and it's a whole thing. And uh, Batman decides to smash the signal, and that's it. We're done, like all of it. Uh, but it turns out all of this is just, and he said, this is him making his wish with his birthday cake that Alfred's given him. This is him dreaming of a better life in the future. Uh, and he blows out the candles. Car's been oddly quiet throughout this. Did, did you enjoy this? No. This uh, <laughs> might be my least favorite Jeff Johns thing I've read in a long time. Oh, uh, it ever? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's down there. Yeah, his, his action comic story last year was definitely better. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. Had a good artist with him on that one, though. That's, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah, this was a little bit too much. Like. You know, I I can't I can't picture Bruce imagining this. I can't think. I can't visualize him having a daydream about this. Well, about the Joker Junior. 
committing suicide so there's no more crime left in Gotham. Like, that's dark even by Bruce. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, we'll move it on to the next story because obviously more interesting. Yeah. The precedent, which is James Tynion the fourth with Alvaro Martinez uh, on on the art, and this is um, basically back when they first have Dick around, right? Dick's been there for just a short amount of time, and Bruce is worried that this first is first time they got Dick. Yes, this is this is Bruce worrying that he's setting a precedent by letting him become Robin and let him do this. And Alfred's like, no, but hey, like you you went on this dark path, and you know you gave everything yourself. Maybe this can be different, and this can be lighter, and this can be better. And maybe we get that page with Robin, with Wally, and Roy, and Starfire, and you know all the times. This is so tragic. Who are dead? Yes, they're all dead. All now. three of those characters are not around. Uh, yeah, and you, and you can say all you want about Rick. That's not Dick Grayson. He can go, yeah. you know. And you know, yeah. we even see him as Nightwing. The idea that you know Alfred's not yeah. predicting this, but he's just suggesting that maybe this will go better. He'll be a hero in the light. And... I, I I love this story in that it's going screw Bruce. We don't, we don't care. Bruce is eighty. This is Batman and the <laughs> legacy and how that he, he's yeah. basically going. Ooh. That's, it's a better Batman he, than Bruce ever well, well, I mean, that, No, but this is the thing. I don't think that's what he's saying, really. No. What, what he's saying is that Batman's is about as much as the legacy as it is about Batman himself, and this is a story about yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just being facetious. And, it, and that it's almost like Dick chose them as much as they chose him. And, you know, they're, they're kindred spirits in that way. And, yeah, I no, I really liked it. And... I knew that Tynan was a was a Tim guy. Like we we all knew that from from his tech run, yeah, and stuff. But so to see him put some no one's perfect on, on on Dick Grayson though, and and touch on all of these, and you know, it made me miss him writing Detective Comics. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and I, like, I, I like because yeah. I, I like Justice like, Dark, but um, you know. I like when you know Dick brings up, hey, when you put on that cape and started doing this, you're going to you're going to inspire more people. You've changed how things mm-hmm. are, and people feel that they can do things. So there will be more, and you know what? We'll we'll deal with that. You know, we'll... I I love how they have an actual swearing in ceremony for, as Robin yeah. <laughs> in candlelight. I thought this is great. Um, that's not the first time I've seen that. I'm sure it's not. Well, fair enough. I don't, I don't I've ever seen that. Particular. No, I feel like this is a a, a an image that's from. You know, it's it's yeah. Bueno's version of this. I'm I'm, I'm fairly Fair certain enough. I've seen a Batgirl sworn in as well. Really? I think so. I'm fairly certain I've seen this image of of Batgirl. Uh, I don't I don't yeah. doubt it. I'm just saying yeah. I've not come across it much enough that it's stuck in my memory. Clearly. Yeah, that's fair, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, that's what was delightful. I, I, you know, it was it was it was speaking about the legacy, um. And I thought it was a really solid story. It felt like it had uh, a good, you know, something to say in, in its few pages, and it, it, it nailed that. Yeah, it's quite a short one. This. Yeah. Uh, next one is Tom King writing with Tony mm-hmm. S. Daniel and Joel Jones on the art. Uh, it's called Batman's Greatest Case. I thought it was weird how there was like Batman's longest case and then Batman's Greatest Case, like yeah. both in the book. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Bruce is going to the cemetery, but most of the issue or most of the the story is cutting back to all the all the Bat family on a roof somewhere, mm-hmm. who are waiting for Batman to show up, and they're not sure why they've been called here, so they're debating this between themselves, and you have everyone here, um, and it's it's basically an issue of fun banter and speculation as to why they're all there, yep. and what's going on. Uh, of course, I, I I do enjoy them all thinking that uh, Jason's getting kicked out of the family, and that's why they're yeah. there. That's, that's part of the issue. 
Yeah. Deck and Damien's dialogues back and forth is pretty good. I did. Oh think... my god, you're like the twelfth greatest detective. <laughs> that no, no, killed no, no. me. It was eleventh until he brought up Ace. He's like, oh wait, we're including Ace. In that case, you're the twelfth yeah. greatest detective. Yeah. And then Bab telling him just like let it go, and Dick's like, I was Batman though. Like, so shit's not giving me any respect. Yeah. No, I like when she yeah. makes fun of him for that. So oh, every time this comes up, I was Batman. It always comes up, mm-hmm. I was Batman. Oh. He's like, I was yeah, Batman. Was, oh no. my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, that stuff was good. I thought some of the other banter though between other characters was a little bit off here and there. Like I thought Babs oh. and uh, Kate felt a bit weird. Yeah. Well, I just because it bounces at him like with the art because I'm assuming that's Jones on the 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 dark rainy pictures mm. or pictures panels. Yeah. Um, and it's Daniel on the rest of it. Uh, also, um, I I hated Stephanie Brown's dialogue in this. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I hate I'm it. not gonna lie, I hate a lot of this because oh, no. I don't know. Bear with me. Yeah. I liked it at first when it was uh, you know Dick and Damien. I thought, oh, this is you know mm-hmm. this is real good. And then as it went on, everyone sounded the goddamn same. They all had the exact same banter. And yeah, that that was that's what I was gonna bring up that with that art is I wish that we had gotten more who was speaking. Yeah. You know? you, when you go to the two page spread where Bruce is in the cemetery and it's just all these white boxes, you can't, you don't, yeah. uh, there's some that's obvious because if it's, let's say I was Batman, yeah. you know, it's Dick or if, if it's right. Babs saying, see, I told you I dated good Dick Grayson, you know, it's mm-hmm. Babs. But other than that, most of it's like this, this could be any of the characters speaking. Exactly. And yeah. I, I, because individually oh, yeah, they're sure. all fine bits of dialogue. But when these are all supposed to be different characters, yeah. uh, it, it loses all meaning. But, that's, but, but St- I do St- like Steph's, that... Steph's basically only only panel in this is she's talking to Tim, and it's just her asking to make out. That is her entire... And I, I complain, that the biggest complaint I have about uh, Tynan's detective run is that Steph's just Tim's girlfriend, and that's all she is. She has nothing on her own. Uh-huh. And this panel resorts her just to being, I want to kiss Tim. That's all she is in this to story. Be fair, at least in, I, I dispute that a little bit in Detective because um, the stuff when Tim was gone, uh, she had uh, all the stuff with Anarchy. With anarchy. Uh, a lot, of, uh, no, a lot of her motivation was fallout of grief from Tim, but it was still yeah. her plot. She was uh, doing also things. her, her and her and Cassandra. They had yeah. some rugged stuff too. You know. Know. She got I, I You're not, you're not entirely wrong. No, you know. but this here, I'll definitely give you. This was um, shy. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I will say that I loved how it felt like a family meeting, like like a family gathering where there's all these little clicks going on. And like Batwoman goes to Cassandra and I was like, you're quiet. I like you. You know, like there's, no, it was, there's it was all Huntress. these. It was, it was Huntress. Oh, it's Huntress. That's right. Yeah. It's Huntress telling her. But, but you know? who cares? Because they all sound the same. So it could have been, it could have been Batwoman. Well, no, and well, you see yeah. on the panel. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I'm just being facetious. Yeah, so uh, the whole thing is he's there to get a photograph. Batman shows up and he's like, all right, everyone say cheese. And it's a two-page spread yeah. of them all together. And then he leaves yeah. that photo, he's, he's, he's parents' graves, because yeah. it's the night before the anniversary of the, the deaths. And that's, um, his, yeah. cause that's his family. That's the family they gave him. Yeah. And that's how I read it. No, 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 yeah, yeah. no. That, I mean, that's just, that's just, the sentiment's fine. I actually quite like the sentiment. Yeah. Although I do think it's weird that, again, there's this similarity with another story where that's two stories now where it's the anniversary of, of the death. Yeah. Do you know yep. why I'll let it slide? Mm-hmm. Because the whole point of this is it's it's Batman's birthday, right? Yeah. And okay. if Batman had a birthday, 
it's it's you know when the lanes are shot. Right. Okay. Sure. I, I would just like I would like maybe some correlation between you know the editors to say hey, don't focus on this because the narrator's doing that. <laughs> I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to argue with you too yeah. much. I get it. Um. But hey, uh, so there's some there's some uh, pinups after that. Uh, one by one yeah. by Janin. Looks really. Uh, That's cool. Nice. It's the actually fabric. It's basically it's ahead. basically war jokes and riddles, but riddles got yeah. more of a traditional like onesie. I, I wonder outfit. if this was a cover that wasn't used. Yeah, maybe. You know. Uh, it's got a 2019 signature on it. Oh yeah. That's maybe not then. Uh, probably not. Fair enough. Um, um yeah, Fabric's got a big, but, big spread with tons of characters on it. I feel like he outdid himself here because we were talking about how how Lee can sometimes look too busy. I didn't think with this. This I think is the perfect amount for this kind of piece. Um, barring the insane amount of abs on on Batman, <laughs> uh, I would oh. agree. He does crunches. What do you want? Does crunches. I mean, I liked all the Robins were kind of grouped together. Um, yeah. You know, and then you had all the the Batgirls and uh, although for some reason Duke's with the Batgirls and Huntress, uh, that, that feels a bit weird. Which he should probably. I, be I with think the it's more they're they're the other ones. Is probably why he's over there. That's a shame yeah. because I feel like Steph and Cash should be getting a bit more. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Catwoman's front and center. Well, I like, like that because it's it's like she's because the because the right side is all villains. So I like that she's kind right. of in the middle. The, because, the bridge, yeah. On the border. So that makes sense. I, I wish uh, Clayface had been more in the middle. Yeah, Over, under, yeah. underneath Catwoman, maybe right above the yeah. battle logo. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I think no one else is going to remember that he was ever a, a, more of a hero at some point. He's probably just going to be a villain now yeah. for the rest of his days. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, there you get uh, a page with uh, Amanda Connor and uh, yeah. Paul Mounts, which is the <laughs> Wayne's kind of dying in the stars as Batman's the, uh, on the gargoyle. The pearls again. Yes. Yeah. But the pearls are a constellation now. There's a, there's a constellation in the sky. It's the Martha constellation in the sky. It's the pearls. Yeah. It's a great image, though, isn't it? <laughs> Is this before or after she relocated to Smallville to start again? <laughs> don't, we'll get don't, there, Matt. Yeah, we'll we're get getting there. there. Hold your load. Oh, my. Oh, I can't. Matt has no stamina. Matt, Matt is... Matt is, we're getting, ready, we're getting ready to shoot the metaphorical porn, and it's like, all right, we're about to roll cameras, and Matt's like, sorry. Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> lights camera oh i'm done guys sorry damn it i guess yeah. i guess later then when when we actually get to that conversation that makes you the fluffer pete i ain't no fluffer uh... how dare you how dare you he loves dick and he's the fluffer what can we say <laughs> Oh, oh, it's good no. to know even this celebratory episode with, with we're as juvenile as ever. Yes. Nope. Oh, why? Why be not us? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so then the final story comes, and obviously we're waiting for the Tomasi one because we know there's a Tomasi one coming up. Yeah. Uh, so this is it. And what I thought was odd about this is that last year there was one of the stories. I think it was. It was I think it was the Tomasi one. It was Tomasi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was with Gleason. It was the Tomasi and Gleason one, where it was like each page was a splash page, and it just had some sort of like. I don't want to say it was bad, but the, the, the actual narration boxes were basically just like a bat, or in that case, a Superman poem, essentially, that was being, yeah. being relayed through yeah. like eight pages of, of splashes. There, there was no flow in the eye. It was just, yeah. here's some pretty pictures. Which, hmm? you know, was fine enough at the time. I do think it's weird, though, that this year on Detective Comics 1000, that the story that's basically akin to the Bender story last year that's the actually setting up plot is that weird, just all splash pages story. Yeah. I... 
don't think this should be. I mean, I said I said with the the Bendis thing last year. I think I don't think it should have been in. Uh, you know the the issue because I was like, oh, no, it's the celebration thing. Just don't bother. No, uh, no I disagree. I, I I like the Sarah, but that's a debate for. I know. Well, I, I, I feel even, like even aside, is... even aside from that though, I think this one is extra pointless because it's it's the. It's not well, a story. It's just, oh, here, here's yeah. some, I, some splashes and, and, oh, Arkham Knight's there. And the sad truth is, is I think because Bendis was about to start a run on Superman and because it was a big deal that he was coming over, it felt a bit more special that he had this story in Action 1000 that it was like setting up what yeah. he was going to do. This, it just kind of feels and like... it was... We've already well, had an arc. The Bendis stuff was kind of small. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So you know how like we've this... not been really feeling this last arc yep. of Detective? Yeah. This final page where it's Batman, bad man. I might be out. That was yeah, that was terrible. That dialogue in the last page is absolute garbage. I I I'm, I'll say it, I hated this story. Mm-hmm. I, it was tedious. Yeah, like was. I didn't even read all the word boxes by the end of it. Yeah, I was just skimming it looking yeah. at No, I, I was too in the middle, and then it got to the final page yeah. of oh, this mm-hmm. is Arkham Knight. I should read this one, and then it was the worst yeah. dialogue I've ever read. Do, do you know what the thing is? Is that you know after a page or two, I realized I was probably in the last story. I was like, okay, this must be the one setting up Arkham Knight. So I knew it was him narrating it like, the whole time, and I was yeah. I was reading it, and it was hard to stay focused on it because it was just like him monologuing about who Batman is for a long time. It was it was a lot of fluff. It was just fluff. And again, yeah. this was like, oh, that's that's drawn with every villain, right? This was, you know, we're doing yeah. this again. Um, we get to the last page, and yeah, it, it basically says, you know, when you hear Batman, what do you hear? You hear bad man, Batman, Dude, bad man. That that's what the Pete Holmes comedy shorts about Batman were called. This was terrible. And I'm just gonna put it out there, uh-huh. Mankey's not as good as Gleason. Sure. No. Yeah. Sure. No. He's still yeah, good, but he's not. He, as he's good. He's no. He's good. I, and he's he's excellent at sequential storytelling. But I well, I the like splash a pages good aren't all. I need eight of these splash pages. Of these, like I think the one Catwoman and Ivy looks super cool, just because of. You yeah, know, that one's got a nice design to it. It's got a yeah. nice layout. And then him versus Bane, I think looks awesome too. No, um, the pages look good like there's there's no debate in that really i don't think i mean i i I just the content on them i don't like why why isn't this a story why why isn't this like oh there's a shadowy figure and he's setting something up and like at the end it reveals that it's the arkham knight and he you know he says ah and he he essentially gives kind of the same sentiment although take out the bad man crap because that's awful it's just awful. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was rolling my eyes as I read this last page. Oh, I laughed. I laughed at that. It was comically yeah. bad. You you take that and it's the same. Like you take out the Batman stuff. This is Murphy's White Knight. Like, <laughs> I like see see when it got to the end of this because I, I was like cautiously kind of all right. Now this Arkham Knight stuff might be fun. And maybe it still will be. Maybe this is just a a bad you know first impression and standout of it. But like. This has left me just actively not... Because obviously we didn't like the, the back half of that first arc. We kind of hated how it ended. And I was feeling kind of down about Detective because of that. But Detective 1000 is coming up. Maybe, you know, the next arc will be good. This last page, this this last story, but especially the last page, has made me actively not look forward to, to Detective. Mm-hmm. It's honestly left me in a place where I don't know if I want to read the next issue. Yeah. Well, I, I after this, I took it off my physical pool. Like, I'll still read mm. this digitally. But, A, I'm running out of room. And if it's going to keep double shipping, I don't have that much room. Yeah, which is worth mentioning. Two, 
worth mentioning because this is double shipping and action is not detective will overtake action yeah uh, like to be fair um, map detective did start first so it should actually be ahead yeah action went weekly for a while didn't it yeah actually action yeah. action actually snuck ahead when it shouldn't have uh mm-hmm. so I, I guess it's rating the the the, the that's correct well maybe course. that's what they're going to do until it's where it should be because right? yeah. what's interesting is, is if it keeps double shipping there will be a month uh where they both have the same issue number eventually it won't um, be too far no it won't no. be too far yeah, but, is that, it, action's only at what a thousand and six or so seven seven yeah so yeah give it's all right that's it came yeah. out today i think it's later this year yeah i think it'll be oh there. it's nine wow yeah. Is that not that's okay? A, that's that's more than insane. I thought. I'll be honest to you. It's, it's probably early next year. They'll have a month where they have the same issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, it's interesting. I just Tomasi's done so much good with with like not just Batman but Damien and you know the the family and stuff. Oh, by the way, that I just if you didn't guess this was a Tomasi story by then, one of the plus splash pages no is uh, nobody or no one or no one. Yeah, nobody was it was. Whatever their name is. Nowhere, yeah. That yeah. one. I'm like, oh, this, this is definitely a Tomasi story because he's putting his villain in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on, on the same, like, you know, on the same sort of pedestal as, like, Mr. Freeze and Man Bat and hey, to be Two-Face. Fair, and... Kevin Smith did the exact same thing. Yeah, but... But it wasn't... It was, but I didn't even notice it, though. <laughs> I have the feeling that since it's already been seated in the last couple issues, mm. right, that they addressed his death by Damien... When they went to find Ducard, right, in in the mythology story. So he's Arkham Knight, is what you say. <laughs> I'm not saying he's Arkham Knight, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has something to do with this. Yeah. And that does you not know? excite me. The fact that this might no. be him in any capacity is not exciting yeah. to me. I just feel like yeah. I'm being incepted here, you know? But yeah. Because it, it, I, I sadly have to say, I think Action 1000 was much better overall than Detective 1000. I like more of the yeah. stories. I think there's a couple of little standout stories in there. There was only one or two that I was kind of meh on. This one, I felt like there was a couple that I really liked. There was a couple that were okay. There was some that I didn't like. And this one, last one. I think this one, the Priest one, and maybe the, the John's one, surprisingly. Like, I just, you know, yeah. there's a whole handful it's, it's of them. A, it's like. a mixed bag of an issue, isn't it? Yeah, Annoyingly. It's very mixed bag. It was a shame. And then Kings was kind of murky as well. Like, see, I, that's me listed four that I wasn't really that into. Do you know what? I I thought, oh, I'm going to be shitty negative on King and I'm going to have to be, you know, I'm going to be that guy again. Mm. So it was weird. <laughs> okay, I'm not the only one feeling that way. I mean, almost I feel a bit better about it. That I wasn't yeah, and I feel like I'm the most positive about this. But it could be because I'm going on vacation too. So, <laughs> like, just Matt, in a better frame of mind. Lock it in. Matt enjoyed Detective Comics 1000 more than Action Comics 1000. That's not true. That's what he just said. Don't don't you be putting that in people's minds. <laughs> you know, I was actually you know, Matt. Matt has this front. He likes to play the character on the show because he, he feels we need balance. But honestly, minutes before we started today, he said something on the lines of, "You know, Batman's so cool, Superman's so lame. I can't believe I have to pretend to like him so much." It's true. <laughs> Audio people, the glare I'm getting right now from Matt. Is basically cutting into my heart. If if I had if I had heat vision, <laughs> I'd have no computer screen. Right yes, now. yes. <laughs> like, uh, oh dear. Well, I mean, Car somehow managed to do that to his keyboard last night with without having heat vision. <laughs> uh, so damn you, Arrow. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I guess. And then what happened to your keyboard, though? 
it, it's dead. I got a new one. I had to... No, I know. You were saying damn you arrow, but I was like, what was that have to do with your keyboard? Because you are just going to say that anyways. It's Arrow's fault. Yes, Arrow made him spell his drink all over his keyboard. Oh, I know, but the point I was making is he would he would yell damn you arrow if his keyboard was trust fine me, or not. Trust oh, me. Oh, any, any excuse. This yeah, week's okay. Arrow yeah. was special. I, I encourage everyone to check out Television to the Multiverse when it so, goes up. Everyone knows I drink a lot when it gets to Arrow. <laughs> You sound like my dad. <laughs> I was like, drink. You know, it's yeah. like my thing. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to Arrow, that's that's what I have to do. This episode, maybe at the end, uh, you know, I'd finished. I thought, oh, okay, we're done now. I don't need to have anything poured. I had to just grab the bottle and just start necking whiskey from the bottle. because The final was, scene. It, it was atrocious. Is that much bloodlust? Oh, Worse. Worse. Wow. I was just saying, anyone who's a fan of Emmy... Uh, don't watch Arrow. You're going to be upset. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, yeah. I think I think we'll we'll do our favorites before we get to just a general Batman chat. So, uh, what was? Yeah, that was just the favorites. That was just the favorites. Maybe best art as well. What was your, what was your favorite story, Matt? Oh, my name's oh, Kevin Smith. Fix your mic, and then uh... <laughs> he he said Kevin Smith. He said Kevin Smith. Okay. Yeah. That one. That one hit me right right into that chest plate. Yeah, that's that's fair, Connor. I'm just looking to see if there's any I like more than the Kevin Smith one, but I don't think there is, because that one was kind of fantastic. Yeah, Kevin Smith. For me, it's actually between the Bendis one and the the, the Tynan one. Uh, that's a, that's a close second, the the Tynan one. Yeah, uh, I I think I like the. I mean, you know, Alvaro's great. Uh, on the art, but I I do think the art's better in the Bendis one because it's Malieve. Like the art, I think oh. that and the uh, the uh, the Cluden art. Those are the two arts for me that really stuck out in this issue. That's fair. Uh, but I'll so yeah I'll I'll, yeah, I'll give them best art. I'll I'll give them joint best art because I'm not picking. Uh, but best story I'll go to the 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 precedent. I like that a lot. Okay, on art, if you pick two, I'm picking two because sure screw it. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm going to go with Clunan, even though I didn't like that story. I really like that art. And I'm going with Epting, uh, because hell yeah. <laughs> As you do. No, Epting was great. Epting was great. Huh? But it wasn't necessarily the, the, the like, like I, I you know, I, it was great when I was reading it, but I'm like, I've seen better Epting. You know, like I had like better Epting. I had all of the mood I love from Epting with all the, the cold blues and the colours mm. uh, from Browiser and then when it gets into the fight and all the backgrounds the the the, 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 the momentum that's in there and the, again the, the, the oranges coming in that's, that's like a dart in the book I can't, I can't, yeah. this is some really bad art as well a couple of stories but you know uh, Matt what's your what you... it, it, it's my leave because yeah. if Mario finds out I picked anything else and I see him you will get punched yeah. I'm gonna get it's gonna be a fight and I'd rather not fight him so that's, yeah. oh dear. I just I imagined him going to the shop and out of being such a big Bendis Mully fan having to buy this mm. and just being so irritated <laughs> do, you, do you think he'd have been annoyed if, if, if he'd bought it and then found out afterwards that they put that story up online like two months ago anyway <laughs> did they? yeah 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 this is oh, the same thing shoot. last year with Tom King's action story. Yeah, well, I knew the Tom King one. Yeah. I didn't know they had done that with. Yeah, yeah, they did. Same, same, oh, same crap. Thing. Well, maybe he just got it that way then. Yeah. Unfortunately, if I'm rating the whole issue, which is a really hard thing to do because it's like a 
Yeah. You know, it's just it's an anthology book. Like, I think Action last year, I don't remember what I said on the video, but just remembering it now, that was probably like an 8.5, maybe a 9, because it was stocked with really good stuff. And it was consistent. This is a roller coaster. For the most this part, is... yeah. Th- th- this, there was this... like one thing in Action that wasn't too great, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one... I think overall it's like a six point five because there's just, there's just too many that drag it down to to go higher than that, unfortunately. Yeah, you might be right. It's a shame. It's a shame. I didn't love it. Uh, so a couple of really good ones. Don't get me wrong, but there was a just a, there was a couple of turds that were kind of expected or not expected, and there was a couple where I like parts of this Tom King one. Uh, you know, I like parts of this. You know, I almost said Tom Taylor there. <laughs> yeah, why is there why is there no Tom Taylor story in this? That would have made this better. Yes, Tom Taylor yeah. story, please. Imagine that 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 Tom Taylor story from the annual being in this one, oh, and it would be shit. so different from anything yeah. that was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that was about Bruce looking after Alfred for once. So. So much like we did last year, we should spend some time just talking about Batman. And the importance of Batman, and and our I guess kind of just feelings on 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 the on the bat. Matt's <laughs> Matt's yeah. clearly excited. I, I, I can feel when you when you said the importance of Batman. Yeah, Matt's there going. There isn't any. Let him burn. <laughs> well, without Batman, we don't have Dick Grayson, and Dick Grayson's one of my top three characters. So, you know, there you so go. It's a, it's a necessity, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I put up this big front, and yes, a lot of Batman fandom annoys me, you know. Um, but at the same time, I've never not read Batman. There's been times I haven't read Superman because of a certain writer that will remain nameless. But, um, yeah, so, and I'm enjoying a lot of what's coming out right now through the bat, you know, prism, I guess you can say. So it's hard for me to be overly critical on that character. You know, talk, talk to me three years ago, and it's all like, let's burn it down. Right? Overrated. Every time we got to Batman Day in September, whatever it is. <laughs> oh, God, the rants. Yes, yep. yes. I, like, Batman's a character who's like went through very many incarnations, and he survived a lot of bad versions, and... Obviously, just like Superman, a lot of what he is now evolved over the years. He wasn't exactly Batman as we knew him as soon as he was created, right? Well, a lot closer than Superman was, though. Closer, yeah, sure. But you know, the idea that he, he shouldn't kill, he, 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 he wouldn't do that. That's something that sort of came in over time. Something that people who love to argue, you know, when you're arguing about movies where he's killing, yeah. like, say, Batman v Superman, they'll say, oh, he killed in the comics, so go read stuff from the yeah. 30s and 40s. I'm like, well, yeah, but... <laughs> well, and those people Things always changed. seem to lack context because they would do the same for Superman. Yeah. They would bring up this really obscure John Byrne story about, you know, Superman becoming an executioner, but they don't ever talk about the fallout from that. Hmm. You know, they were just talking about, oh, it happened, so so you guys need to stop complaining. Yes. Um, By the way, just because know? there's a precedent for something does not mean it's okay to exactly. do it again. <laughs> just no. for the record. That's are, just... are, are, are you saying that that Bruce shouldn't have gone to all the other Robins after Dick. I'm. I'm not saying you, you shouldn't either. I'm saying you have to read what it was. But just because someone did it once doesn't mean that you get to do it all the time. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. I'm not being facetious, but it's, but it's that simple. Uh, like 
Batman, because it's, it's funny, because there's, there's nothing to say that you couldn't do a lot of the the, the great stories that you could do with Batman with other characters, because you, you could, you could do it with other types of, and arguably Daredevil has some great Batman stories. <laughs> and, and I has, think you mean that Batman has some good Daredevil stories. <laughs> I threw that in there for Tim, because if yeah. I didn't. Yeah, Tim does a little Daredevil. Um, but, you know, what makes them so enduring, what makes them so popular amongst people, and... Like I, I think I mean I, the joke's always been that Batman's superpower is that he's most writers' favorite character, <laughs> and maybe that there's some truth to that extent. But how did he become most writers' favorite character? There has to be, you know, there has to be a cause of that. Well, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, he causes that Adam West is a hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, as long as Batman's been around, they've had he's had a pop culture presence. Mm. I mean, there was the serial in the '40s, yeah, you know, uh, and then up up through. You know, the 60s at the Adam West show, and then I'm trying to think what else in between. But he's always had a presence. I mean, my first Halloween costume, I think, was a Batman Halloween costume my aunt made me based off of the Adam West version. You know, so... Underrated version. Yeah. Well, that's, that's so cool. Um, but there's a reason why, and I'll even admit, why he's lasted so long and why he's so many people's favorite. I just... If you can't talk about it at depth, though... I just, I, I have to shut down the conversation, you know, because if I had a guy tell me one time that you take Superman powers away, he's just a reporter, take Spider-Man's powers away, he's just a, a photographer, you take Batman's powers away, and he's just a martial artist and a billionaire and a this and a that, and I just like, well, now you're so, just... So what you're saying is it's the, the joke from the first Avengers movie? Yeah. It's... Where we're, we're to... to, to... And um, I was like, yeah. hey, take all that tech away and what are you? Right. Well, then I said, well, that doesn't make him an interesting character. You know, just because he can name all this stuff. And we have this big debate over because Batman, which I still, it, it, it's the thing that I think annoys me the most in comics is when there's a story that doesn't have to do it and it does it anyways. I just, it's, it's, it's lazy writing. Yeah. Batman's a weird one for me in that, obviously, I don't. Pretty much always read Batman is always there because you know, no getting away from it, is there? Yeah. Uh, mostly I enjoy it, I don't have any problem with her in it, but it's, ne- it's never been you know my, my favorite character. It's uh, obviously he's uh, important, uh, you know, you know, part of the reason that we have comics in the way they are today, uh, for sure. Huh? But it's never been like, oh, that's my favorite thing to read, yeah, hmm. I mean, Batman was the character that got me into comics. You know, I, I started reading comics because of Batman Begins. I, I you know, I, I started with him, branched out as Superman, and then branched out Fake nerd. elsewhere. Speaking of, we, we should mention, Pete, that, that me and you reviewed a bunch of the yeah. movies this month. I was, I was going to get there, because uh, uh, we, we reviewed uh, the, the seven main movies, essentially. We did the two, two Burton, two Schumacher, and then the three Nolan films. And watching those three Nolan films again, uh, having not seen them for a few years now, uh, they hold up... Uh, like you know like nobody's business and like yeah. even other great superhero movies don't have as much subtext and things to say as those movies do and i think it's one of the reasons why they hold up as great movies not only do they treat batman with reverence and get so much of the character right maybe not 100 percent, but there's so much and then you combine that with the fact that the movies actually have something to say that they're actually films to sound pretentious for a second that they actually mm-hmm. have a meaning behind each one they each have themes you know me and connor Went for over an hour on each of them. In fact, hell, I mean, I think Dark Knight was a hundred minutes. We went talking about that, and 
uh, talking about that one's the best one ideology it's easy to do and talk about that yeah hour 40 we went on dark night yeah and then i mean rises was closer rises was like 95 minutes something like that um and you know rises gets a lot of flack and one of the things i love about rises like really thinking about analytically now is uh we were talking about how in the first half of that film he comes back the first time he's not really doing it for the right reasons and I basically said at one point that he he's basically bought into because Batman, and that's why he fails in the first half of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then he learns that you know kind of everything and goes through his arc, and he comes back you know. Full, and you get full the magic Batman. rope. Because uh, what one of the things that I never noticed before when we were talking about it is that his main theme from the previous two films never plays in that film until he comes back out of the pit. Uh, up right. until that point, there's like a a new like superhero version that's playing throughout the film, but it's almost like that's his ego. Right. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, his egotistical version yeah uh, there, it's, it's there, great. there are parts of that movie that don't sit well with me but there's other parts that are up there with with moments from the dark knight and batman begins that i just i love you yeah know? Uh, so. I, we got into some of the the problems in the movie as well that's well of course one. yeah you know um, um but like they're very rich dense films and like you know, it's some people you know like the the the, the surface level stuff. They like the suits and the Batmobiles and all that. I, I mean, that's fine. Like, I I never really but was what was attracted me to the characters. It's more about the determination and the ideology, more than anything yeah. else. Um, which is why when someone like Zack Snyder says, you know, everyone should grow the f up because you know if you if you believe Batman doesn't kill and the the rest of that ramble he went on. Uh, that Q and A this past ramble week. is being generous. Yeah. yeah, delusional rant would probably be more. Yeah, accurate. someone tried to defend <laughs> it by saying he was only talking to fans of of what he does, and that makes it worse to me. That's that's called but, an echo chamber. Don't encourage well, then, it. Yeah, well then he's he's just leaning into his worst instincts instead of actually trying to be like, no, this is why I chose to do this. He's like, well, no, they just don't get it, right, guys? Like, they're they're just not getting it. Yeah, just but- kids. The way you said that there was still more eloquent in how he said it, because well, that, that's, that, honestly, the thing that baffles me about Zack Snyder, right, is his movies just are just so, one thing. The yeah. main thing that baffles me, the biggest thing that baffles me, is that his movies are so surface level; they don't really have any depth to them. People might try and argue that Sucker Punch does; it doesn't. Uh, they might no. try and argue that Three Hundred does; it doesn't. Like Batman v Superman, I like Three Hundred. They protect it's just a dope action movie. It, it's enjoyable. It, yeah, there's no depth yeah. to it. No, there's none. People like to argue that Batman v Superman has depth. It doesn't. Like it's it's all full. It's all face value. It's all the the the, the just the the aura of of depth. There's no actual depth there, but it likes to think that it does, right? But what baffles me is that whenever you actually hear him in an interview and someone asks about uh, the, his movie making process or the, the way he thinks about stories and why he makes decisions. He never is able to actually offer a coherent answer or even speak in full proper sentences. No, and it baffles me every time I see this. And that 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 rant, that 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 answer to that question this week is like maybe the worst example I've ever seen of it. Where I go, how did he even get hired for any movie? Never, never mind yeah. you know being given. Oh. Here's the universe of DC oh. characters. Like how? Hey. Because he he can't communicate. Directors need to communicate. It's like the, it's like the most important part of the job. Yeah, well, and this is and this is where I, I kind of cast some blame on Nolan, because they try to do what they did with, with the Nolan Bat movies, and really ground you them. You can't blame Nolan for quote. that. Well, hold on, <laughs> and it was really successful. They thought you could just plug in with Superman, and you can't. You need a completely different approach. So that's how Snyder got hired. 
right? How's is that it, Nolan's fault? Because he made it. He made it look easy, and it's it's not. He's an artist. That's still not Nolan's you know fault, I mean? though. None of this is Nolan's I, fault. There's not an, there's not an ounce of blame on Nolan for that. He did produce That's, it. No, no, no. Do, do you produce blame? Steel. That's like you know you you pick a. Rolex, right? Okay, and then you've got mm-hmm. a knockoff Rolex that's really shit, and it dies after two weeks well, because you paid twenty dollars for it. Wait, think, is do, you blame, the, do you blame Rolex? Rolex for the fact that this shitty knockoff was crap? No, you don't. Well, no. All right, so blame's not the right word. No, no. But the, 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 the problem there is that Warner Brothers didn't understand why they were, you know, well regarded. It just tried to do a plug-in job, as you say. Right. And it, it's tried to do that with a lot of the movies since then, but. Like it just like the re- the reason why we're talking about the movies because obviously this is a comic book podcast and I don't want to just dive into movie talk but the reason why we're talking about the movies is because that's the kind of that's the that's the play the playing field where this debate has kind of raged the most in the last few years because yeah. we've had these different versions and because right. I'll say it Zack Snyder screwed it up so badly and not just Batman he screwed up Superman as well he screwed up uh, Lex Luthor I, I would he screwed, argue up, he screwed up Batman but... worse than Superman that's saying you something. Know? Yeah, and that's coming from me, right? Because because at least Man of Steel is two thirds of a good movie. It's not a great Superman movie, mm. but compared to Batman versus Superman and it's then even coherent. Justice League, right? Yeah, you know, because and, and I laugh at all these guys that talk about Justice League is oh well they ruined what Zach was gonna do. Well, no, Whedon came in and kind of saved Snyder, right? If if he saved ever gets being a, generous, it was still well. Nice. I'm just saying, like when you read what Snyder's plan was. And how completely different it is from everything, you know, that, that we enjoy as fans. I just, I look back to so, Justice League and, I, and, you know, I, I've seen Shazam, right? I did an early showing. You guys yeah, don't get to yeah, see it shut up. when it comes out. And I can just tell you, it, it's a step in the right direction. Like, so, I, are you saying you want to see the Snyder Cut? No, because there's no Snyder Cut. They, that's another thing that got lost in this. Yeah, he was. Well, Snyder's claiming there is now, bizarrely, but well, he he's yeah. Well, he's stoking the fire. I don't I don't know why. Cocaine's so, a hell of a drug. I don't know why and he's I'm been not... so vocal this week, but yeah. for some reason he is. I it, it just it it baffles me. That movie's like the ang- angriest I've ever been leaving a theater. I was I was just yeah. upset. I, I I didn't like. If you guys go back and watch that review, I talk at length about how I couldn't remember if I left my garage door open and was considering leaving and coming back to make sure i hadn't <laughs> the, the, the there was a pre-review chat on mm. that one from from yeah. me and pete because we got out of that it, you know we went to midnight showings so we, we got same time yeah it, it was about what you know three four in the morning it was like oh we are angry we need to get this out of our systems right now um and it, it, what frustrates me is like People argue, oh, but in the film, you know, Batman's doing the wrong thing. He's not supposed to be doing the right thing. Well, no, I get that. But his motivations seem weird. Here's the thing. I just mentioned Dark Knight Rises. The first half of that film is him doing things for the wrong reasons. That That's the whole point of that movie. We've done this already. We've done the arc where he, yeah. he, he he's doing things and making the wrong choices out of ego. out of. But but somehow he doesn't turn into this maniacal killer who's killing people left and right. Anyway. Well, and, and you want to tie it back to the comics too, is that... Snyder cast dispersions on fans like us that want it to be a little bit more true to the comics because the reason we read these characters is because we want an idyllic kind of hero, right? That does the right go, thing. And then he just points and goes, it's accurate, look. There's a Frank yeah. Miller comic that did this. Yeah. 
Yeah, but this is the you thing. Know? Frank Miller's comic was a goddamn Elseworld. It was meant to be more satirical and separate. And the, the, the thing is, is like, and obviously there's been comic examples of, you know, bad Batman, bad Superman, whatever, right? You know, they don't always... some of them this week. Yeah, not not every comic you read with these characters in it is gospel. Some of them are quite bad. But here's right. the thing, is the reason why I think a lot of fans don't want Batman to kill and don't want Superman to become this edgy character, the reason why we don't do that is because, especially in, in Batman's case here, is that the the fact that he's so you know he sticks to, for like sorry sorry for the term here he sticks to his guns mm-hmm. so much about not using guns and about not killing is kind of what makes him so interesting as a character. Yeah. The, the second he just becomes the Punisher, everything that's unique about Matt Batman goes out the window. It's not about having the suit in the car. That is not what makes right. him Batman. No. Um, and that, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah. They think I, that they I, just think it's all of those and. At a surface level, because I know plenty of people that don't have issues with Batman vs Superman. When I bring them up, they go, "Oh, well, you're just fanboying." Because yeah. I'm like, "Well, no, this is not who this character is." Go back and watch even even in the Burton movies, people like to throw those up. Oh, Batman's throwing dudes off of off of uh, rooftops and whatnot. But I still feel that's closer to Batman than what Snyder was going for. There's still less murdering in those. There's still yeah. less. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we, me and P, obviously, we talk about those movies. Pete really hates them. I agree. They're not good Batman movies. Yeah. Um, but at least they are coherent movies with a mm-hmm. style. It, it's not you know to everyone's taste, yeah. admittedly, but it has a specific yeah. style. Uh, it, it's why I say, you know, Man of Steel is a mostly decent movie. It's mm-hmm. not a good Superman movie, but it's mostly a solid movie. Uh, yeah. And then you get to, to BVS, and it, it's just a mess. Like, the it, it's not even a you know a competently made movie. No. It's something that I would I would expect students to do better. Yeah. It's, it, even before you get to the the, the character things, because I can excuse poor adaptation if it's at least a good movie. Right. And and this is the main difference too when you talk about the MCU and them taking their time. Right. What, what what's Endgame? Is this movie 22, 23? twenty two twenty three? I think. Yeah. You know, and, and we're building up to this big moment. Whereas Batman vs Superman, we had two movies. And they're giving us Doomsday. And then in Justice League, what, what brings them together is Steppenwolf, who most comic fans are like, who, who's that? You know? <laughs> you guys, like, really? Steppenwolf? Right. Steppenwolf. You know, and it just felt, nothing felt earned Everyone's favorite. in any of those. Everyone's favorite. So, but we're going to stop talking about movies, though, because this is too much yeah. movie talk. Right? Back on a comics. Um, we're talking Gotham now? <laughs> Suck it, Gotham. <laughs> Talk about that anime series if you want. Uh, 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 Almost but, Got Him is the best episode, and I'll fight anybody else who says different. I have to rewatch all before I before I put my, uh, you know. Not Cannon Mass of the Phantasm. That, that's its own thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I can't I can't be doing that. I, I yeah, to, to, to me that's kind of what makes Batman special, and to, to an extent, a lot of DC heroes and Superman included. Because Superman is like, you know, why doesn't he change? Well, it's because no, no, no. The whole point of Superman is that in the face of cynicism, in the face of jadedness, he remains true to who he is no matter what. He, he will still be the Boy Scout because being good is hard to do. A- anyone who says that Superman uh, is not interesting because he's too much of a Boy Scout, and I'm like, wait, you think being that good is easy? You think being that good is not difficult? It is not a challenge to, yeah. to keep that spirit up, even in the face of yeah. what everyone's saying try, about you? and like everything else Try not on? to cheat on your diet. It's hard. Now try <laughs> being... A, a an alien with as much power as he has and keeping that responsibility yeah the sol- that's always the, solu- like the solution about. to that is just just don't have a diet 
and then no responsibility. Well, we know who the Brightburn character is, Pete. Yes. 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 <laughs> Connor. Should not be surprised. The, the ginger. Uh, but, you know, but that's the thing. So so Batman, like, it has to stick to those elements. And you could do Elseworlds and, and, and whatever. Um, <laughs> but it does feel like sometimes writers are obsessed with, like, giving them loopholes or, like, bending the rules as much as they possibly can because for some reason they, they can't just <laughs> stick look, to look it. Look at what Morrison did in Final Crisis. You know, he let Batman fire a gun, but it was the state or it was the, the, you know, the fate of the multiverse was at hand. Yeah, that, was, that was the one time. Specific yeah, that's the one fun. time Bruce would allow himself to use the gun. So it means everything, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's not to say you can never break rules, right? You right. Know, you, you know, the, you can break these rules on occasion, very rare occasion. But, you know, but they have and to it, mean it. It has know? to be justified. Okay, the end of the multiverse is a pretty damn good excuse. Yeah. But they can't do it again. If they have to do it a second no. time, I'm like, no, they've already done this. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. There's a limit to these things. You can't just keep doing them, doing them. Um, well, and, that, and that's why something like in, in the... What was that story with Mr. Freeze in the courtroom? Oh, Cold Days. You know. Yeah, in cold days where where the reason that he's jury tampering, right, which is against the law, seemingly against what Batman would be for, but because he felt he went too far in beating a confession out of Mister Freeze, yeah, he, he wants to fix. It. He's trying to balance back out because he he went too far right. in the first place. Yeah, he's trying to ba- right. balance things. <laughs> and that's um, the other thing. Sure, he broke a rule because he was angry about things, but now he's going to try to fix it again by breaking another rule. So this doesn't mean like he's always this perfect guy, you know. As oh. long as he learns from that moment, it's it's fine. Well, the concept of Batman is essentially that he has to break the rules to get the job done because the system is broken. Right. Um, so uh, there's one of the things we brought up when we're talking about the movies is the idea of Batman existing is an admission that the world needs Batman to exist and therefore it's not working, right? right? Uh, so there's that kind of paradox there but you know you get into ideology you know the, the reason why the joker's one of the best villains i think uh ever is because he's just this ideal ideological opposition to batman in every sense of the world he's, it's an agent of chaos he's an agent of chaos there you go god that Heath Ledger still gives me the creeps we're not talking about movies matt stop it no i know but still like that's that's my best version of joker all that and, and mark hamill so i still read mark hamill voice yeah. and i read joker mm-hmm. so yeah, and yeah. I mean that's the that's the, that's the other thing we have to mention is the rogues gallery. I mean, I think yeah. the two the two other things Batman has is one of the best families in comics. You got mm. Dick Grayson, you got Tim Drake, you got Barbara Gordon, you got Stephanie Brown, you, you got you know all these characters, fantastic characters, yeah. and then you got the rogues gallery, which you you ask an average Joe to name you know five Spider Man villains, they'll probably struggle. You ask them to name five Batman villains, they'll probably give you ten. Not nail it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They'll probably give it 10. Yeah. Well, again, that, that's them being a pop culture. Like, we, yeah. had, we had Frank Gorshwin as Riddler in the 60s. You know? Like, yeah, because um, yeah, that's so, so You've got old people who grew up with that. You've got people who are age who grew up with Batman the Animated Series. You get people who have been seeing the movies. You know, it's funny because yeah. I think at this point, like, Bane's like one of the A listers now. And he, I don't think yeah. he was when he was in Batman and Robin, but he is now. No, but that really wasn't Bane in Batman and Robin. No, 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 but you know? it was yeah. a. It was the start of a seed, right? You yeah. Know, okay, yeah. now there's been two appearances that okay, right. people are like, okay, I know who Bane is. Yeah. 
Raz Al Ghul's yeah. kind of getting up there. Like, sure, he's he's not been in a second movie yet, but he was in a movie. He showed up in the video games. He's been in the animated series. Like, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, he's starting to feel like yeah. he's got a presence yeah. now. I mean, big ones who have been in just like movies and in TV. You've got, you know, the the most notable obviously, you know, Joker, really? uh, Poison Ivy is probably one of the most. Yeah, Two Face, uh, Riddler, Penguin. Uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Uh, Scarecrow's um, probably not quite at the same level as those bunch, but getting close. He's getting there, yeah. I don't know if we said Bane yet. That's a Bane, in, yeah. In this but, list. You know. Start, yeah. That's like seven Ke- right there. Kevin like, Croc I, was I, in I, a non-Batman movie. That's and true. Like, he's in <laughs> yeah. Suicide Squad. Let's not forget. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to forget that movie, and you should, but... That said, I though, would your average Joe has seen that actually even... Like I know there's a scene in the movie I think where he catches them, but if you said, mm-hmm. "Oh, Killer Croc," like, like nah, you know, who, who's whose villain is that? They'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> no, probably not. But I mean, we got we got seven, seven or eight there, yeah. like really easily that I would yeah. expect pretty much anyone so, on the street to be able to. Where make. is so, Superman? Has Lex Luthor and Zod? And even Zod, not everyone I think would get. Metallo. No, 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 no. It's not who he's got in the comics, Matt. This is what average people would be able. To oh, name. movies. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, not necessarily, yeah, I, just not specifically for movies, but just if you asked an average person who would they be able to name Superman, they'd say Lex Luthor, they might say Zod, and that's about it. They wouldn't even, most people wouldn't even know Brainiac. Oh, I wish I could call my wife up and ask her right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think you're overestimating. I think most people would, Luther. would give you Luthor and that's it. Very yeah. possible. Very possibly. Yeah. Maybe Doomsday, because that's, that's pretty big. People do know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's tough. So, so let's let's remove Joker and I'll remove Ivy because we all know my oh sure graduation. So, who who is your favorite rogue for or bat villain Arkham mainstay? Joe, I'm pretty sure I did a top five in Twitter like a year ago, and it took me a long time to sit down and like work it out. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, I don't know. Can I still say Ivy? No. Yeah. I, well, I I was removing. Uh, I was his favorite as well, so yeah, root for him. Make it yeah, more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Bane's risen through the ranks a lot over over my time reading comics. Like I feel like Bane when he's interesting is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mister Freeze is pretty great. Uh, James yeah, Gordon Jr. is a favorite. Yeah, Two Face Bar Nine. He's right behind Ivy. Yeah, I like I like the Bat villains that could have been heroes, and those two are right there. You know, you have Harvey Dent, you have Dr. Isley. You know, they have noble intentions. And then because Gotham's going to Gotham, they get all twisted. Um, I love Roz, or Raish, however you want to pronounce it. He's so cool. Um, Roz. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I might go with Raish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, he is the, you know, you, about, you know, Joker being the opposite mm-hmm. of, of Batman. Uh, Raish is kind of a Batman to the extreme. Yeah, yeah. he's the inverse. You know. Yeah, he, he's he's taking he's taking Batman to an extreme conclusion. Essentially, yeah. is what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, because people uh, forget that Raz's mission is to to cleanse the world so it can be more you know hospitable. You know, he actually has noble intentions there. He's just going to use his League of Assassins and kill everybody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And and again, you know the idea of immortality. You know, with you know, with for for Batman, it's about the the symbol and the the, the yeah. lazy words. <laughs> it got more literal. Ross is like, yeah, nah, man, I've been here forever. Yeah, literally. 
As you do. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always have to mention yeah. Alfred because he's important. Yes, Alfred. Yeah. And, and then we all have our favorite. Um, I'm pretty sure it lines up. Our favorite bat family member is is Nightwing. <laughs> or is Pete gonna go yes. Batgirl? Nah, it's pro- it's, I mean, it's probably Dick, but I, I love so many of them. Like, like, Dick, Babs, Cass, and Stephanie, it, like, they're all pretty close. And then you got Damien, and like Kate, and Tim. Uh, Tim's the best Robin. Yeah, I, I've said it before, Dick is the best Bat family member, but Tim is the best Robin. Yeah, I agree there. I also love Gordon. Gordon gets oh, slept yeah. on a lot. I love Jim Gordon, that oh. dude. Hey, well, one of the worst things about those first four movies is that Gordon's just this fat guy who points and says, go Batman, go. Like, no, 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 no. Gordon's well, then, an yeah. integral character of, of the Batman yeah. mythos. I mean, the fact that we have a James Gordon TV show in Gotham, <laughs> like, that's how they pitched it. That's that's so weird. Oh, geez, that stupid show. I know it's a stupid show, but it, it's amazing to me. You know? <laughs> well, we're getting Pennyworth soon. In, and I was like, Nah, man, I can't do this. Yeah, we're getting Pennyworth soon. Yeah, well, they watch the hell out of that. Young Martha Kane, young young Thomas Wayne, alternate reality England in the sixties. I don't know. It's a, this weird show. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it's, it. Uh, it's gonna be something. I don't know. It's weird. Um, no, I'll be getting Batwoman as a TV show as well. Actually, that's, that's yeah. worth mentioning. Most likely. Most likely. CW, they're going to green light it. Barring something going catastrophically wrong, yeah, they're going to green light it. Like, like, you know, alcohol spilling on a keyboard. But, but barring them watching the pilot and then like, wait, you cast Tommy Wiseau as your villain? Wait, what? <laughs> Why did you do that? Sorry, no pick wait, up for Wait, for real? No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> you nearly got Mike really excited. You really did, because I could see that. <laughs> uh-huh, bad woman. <laughs> oh hi Kate yeah. oh dear um, but yeah what oh, are trying to give me Tommy Wiseau is Mixie Pedalic just make it happen Joe you know is a shame it's a shame we're not going to get a thousandth issue for like you know for Wonder Woman anytime soon because there should be yeah yeah we'll get something when it's you know hooraith yeah. in a couple of years, we'll get like oh you know, a special issue of something or other. Yeah, going through my comics for WonderCon, I did find my issue of Wonder Woman six hundred. Hmm. They made a pretty big deal about that. So um, for half a second, I thought you were going to say issue eight, I and know. I was like, what, what are you doing? Issue eight. <laughs> yeah. I really uh, thought has, has she hit seven hundred yet? Or was yeah. six hundred her big? Yeah, yeah. So, she hit seven. Seven. Not that long ago, I don't think. Okay. Did she maybe even have... She didn't hit 800 now. She's on 700. Batman yeah. and Superman are on 800. Yes. Flash and Wonder Woman are on 700. Yeah. 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 700 was October 17. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're not at 800 yet. <laughs> no. no, definitely not. No. Even Although eight, 800 yeah. might line up with our 80th, give or take. Uh, maybe. Yeah. It's possible. But yeah, no, this is this is the, probably the last milestone we're going to do for a while. I mean, we'll do specials, but like yeah, specials when they're called for. I think Doomsday Clock issue twelve seems like the next thing we'll probably do an individual episode for because it feels like that's going to be big enough that and because given how long we talk about those issues anyway, do, do we want to make predictions of when that'll be? A year from today. Next time we'll do one <laughs> yes, of the specials. A year from Shut today. Up. 
it'll I mean, be an annual tradition. Issue 10 is the first week of May right now. I think it'll move essentially, because here's what I think. I think it'll actually stick to one every other month. But the problem is, is they're not accounting for the fact they delayed one a while ago. So they keep like gradually moving the next one back until it's two months later. So I honestly think that issue 10 will come out on the what, second or third week of May. And then the one that's supposed to be out in the end of May will be the second or third week of July. And then 12 will be the second or third week of September. That's my guess. All right. I'm, I'm going with November. I'm calling it around two years. I'll say Three September. Years, however long it's been. What? September for me. Oh, October. Mask October. Mask going to take this because he's been a dick and going right in between us. Yeah, yeah. I did that because that's my birthday month, and I would love nothing more than an issue of James A. Clark. Joe's so birthday. funny though. There's going to be a time when it's scheduled for September, and it'll get pushed back a week, and I'll be, oh god, don't get, move again, don't move again, and then it'll and, move and, into and October. I'm just gonna go keep going, keep slipping, keep slipping. Where's it going to land? Where's it going to land? Oh dear. Why do you like Batman, folks? That's just what we want you to tell us. Yeah, let, let us know. Why? Do, what do you like about Batman? Then check out me and Connor's Batman movie reviews because they're they're actually very long and uh, I th- I think interesting conversations with some good debates in them. Um, well, the, the Nolan ones are the the first four is me screaming in pain and and me going but penguin bombers. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not, I'm not gonna. Uh, I kind of like Batman Forever. No, I'm I'm with the James group on that one. It's boiling acid. <laughs> it's so. Yeah, we got Robin though, and I was stoked. Uh, he acts more like Jason Todd in that movie, though, Matt. See if you watch it again. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> don't <ruin your> <laughs> I don't want to ruin my childhood, man. Uh, some illogical. Just from a rose is my jam. Some illogical plot That's points as well. Uh, first, first CD I ever bought, the Batman Forever soundtrack. I wouldn't admit to there, that. There are worse CDs that you could have bought. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was a kid. I was in like, third, fourth grade. You know, mm. CDs were like twenty five dollars. That's the nineties. There are worse things you could have got. Yeah, true. Cat, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? The light, the well, light there. Well, chaos. Let's uh, let's make a Batman exit on this, and everyone just get up and walk away. No, if the seas walk away, it's not a Batman exit. I have to That's do a true. jump cut to his all just not being here. Hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just look away for a minute. Pretend nothing's happening. Oh. All right, well, let me get a screenshot up from one of our other reviews for a second, and then we'll have got that up. We can all just leave, and then I'll click away. And... There you go. Boom. We're all gone. We vanished. The puff of smoke. Uh, but no, that's where, that where our Detective Comics 1000 uh, special. Uh, you can let us know what you thought of Detective 1000 in the comments. If this is the first time you've ever found us, and you may have thought we were too negative on this, we're actually quite positive on a lot of things. Uh, but our regular episodes every week where we talk about the newest DC books, obviously this weekend we'll be talking about this week's regular uh, books, and uh, uh, we do that every week. So check out that, um, and you can support us over at patreon.com slash TV if you want to support us over there. You can do it for as little as a dollar per month. At the $5 tier, you get access to a bonus monthly episode about a, a trade or a collection uh, that me and Connor do. And you can have a look at that. Uh, we mentioned other TV stuff. We, we do a, a podcast called Television from the Multiverse where we do the TC, DC TV shows and we talk about them every week. So go check all that stuff. Uh, get us on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast. And yeah, by all means, in the comments on Twitter, whatever, let us know what you like about Batman and celebrate and join in the, the festivities. 
and hopefully we'll see you around for more episodes so thank you very much guys for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep reading comics and always remember to never get lost in the speed force and join us next time same bat time same bat channel Thank you.